Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of the Xbox Live Party USA show. It's your host, KY Bob, my co-host, Pyroman 4K, and the Brazilian monster, Fabio. Slayer exclusive, um, he's on his way, but he got held up by a bunch of nuns at a crosswalk trying to sell him God. Um, he, he'll be here he's, for He's missing as, as usual. It's been, I mean, it's, been, yeah. it's been it's been three days since, since the last time we talked with Slayer. If anyone knows what are his whereabouts, just let us know. We will send a reward. No worries. I don't know. We can we can send. I don't know. Power Man's wig. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get to intros and everything, I want everybody to. It took me over an hour. To get this run down for this mission on Dying Light 2. So here we go. It's a pretty wild run. Um, I had to finish it in less than three minutes and 20 seconds. And I barely made it. And I still only got the bronze. What, what really? is, this, is this a challenge? Or it's just a secondary? It was, it was, it was one of them. It was a secondary mission. Hmm. Do you get like do you get oh yeah, this any, is interesting do you get any yeah. amazing rewards with this i think i got some i think i got some parkour xp i just said ah this is nice yeah i like it yeah it's cool it, you know yeah, what, what is you know what it is reminding me of course like it is <laughs> that game is not as well detailed as Dying Light 2, but it is reminding me of those orb challenges from Crackdown 3. Yeah. Uh, Bob, I do I do want to take it. The uh, game audio is coming in through. Yep. The podcast, uh -huh. just so you know. Ah, it has some really good music. I'm liking it. Yeah, it's cool. I have, I have no problem with it. Like, it's not higher than our voices. Yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. it's not crazy. I wanted to just keep it. Uh, there, I lowered it down some more. I want to keep it a little low. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, God, good God! This game looks beautiful. Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, and this is this isn't even quality. This is re this is um, sixty frame per second mode. Ah, so thank it's, so it's that's, stuck at ten eighty. Ah, that's what that's why it looks beautiful. Because for one moment I was like, "Holy crap!" I think I was too, way too harsh on my criticism. But then you just mentioned that, oh, it's 60 FPS, and that's not available on the Series S, then okay, fuck it. <laughs> yes. <sir. laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry, guy. I'm sorry, but laziness towards optimization is something that I just can't stand. Because I think, we... that, I think it was probably a matter of time. I think that there, I think that eventually you'll probably get something like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? You're going to get like an unlocked frame rate, and then if you have a VRR display, which we'll talk about tonight, Oh, um, you'll be you'll be good to go, you know. So yeah, we. All right, well, what, we while everybody's watching the rest of this run, let's go ahead and get down to brass tacks. All right, uh, got a lot to talk about tonight. Not really a lot of different topics, but a lot about the topics that we do have. Like, when was the last time you seen a ninety-eight meta? Oh Lord, can yeah. it be? Yeah, but be, before we be get into all that, you know, before we get into all that beautiful topic goodness, 
Power Man 4K. How is life treating you, brother? And what have you been playing? Uh, it's been pretty good, man. Um, not not doing too bad. Uh, another week, another week of gaming. I, whew, you know, listen, man. I, I used to be a doubter of the the term that is FOMO, but FOMO is hitting me pretty hard, man. And uh, I, I'm going to be completely honest. I, I've never been a quote unquote Souls player or what have you, but uh, I am a big fan of Game of Thrones. And I love that universe, and I am going to buy Elden Ring. And in order to do that, I felt that I owed it to myself to go back and play some other games. Um, so I you know, said, hey, you know what? Why not shoot for the top? And I just jumped right into Sekiro. And let me tell you, it's going to be a rough road, okay? Sucker. It's going to be a long hard rough road with that game but i am very interested in it it's a very cool game i totally get why it won game of the year um and i'm hoping that i can do the same with elden ring man but listen it's just it, it looks too good i'm gonna i gotta i gotta put in the work so I'm that's so, what i'm gonna I'm, be focusing on right now man. i'm so i'm sorry you love the universe of game of thrones and everything about it right yes so do you love the way the series ended no uh, there we go. Someone with a good taste. Next. Absolutely not. Actually, I would say like the, the entire eighth season could probably just get chopped off. You know, I, I could yeah. I could do without it. You know, oh, George R. R. Martin's going to correct it. He he knows. Yeah, but what about the, but the TV series is not going to be corrected. So whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, you're right. Like, and we know that probably he's going to correct because this was the original ending. But he saw the reaction, then oh, oh shit, I need to change this thing. Otherwise, no one's gonna buy the book. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I'm excited. The, the book looks good, and Elden Ring is on fire. You know, so it's gonna be exciting. Let's get into these topics. Well, come on, come on. You remember last week, poor Bob here skipped Dreadpool, and now you're trying <laughs> to skip Fabio and Slayer with what they've been playing and how they've been doing. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, it's, that's your co-host, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's right, yeah, that's my right-hand man trying that's to talk right. the left hand. He, he's learning <laughs> from you. You're his inspiration. So, yeah, that, that's how it's going to oh, be. yeah. So, Fabio, how are things in Brazil, and how, what have you been playing? Things are doing great. At the moment, I was watching the NBA game going on right now, Celtics versus Nets. And, yeah, so far, nothing else I've been playing. I only played a bit of Self Thieves with Slayer and Nash. We tried a bit of the new adventure that is going on, pretty short one. And right after that, we decided to, hmm, you know what, let's try to play the arena. It sucked. It's horrible. Like, don't don't play the arena. Like, And <laughs> the, when you play the arena right now with a, with a galleon, in a galleon, you notice why Rare is... Is giving up on the mode and taking it away from the game, like it's just horrible. I don't know why we decided to go there, but yeah, so far, glad to be here. So far, keep in mind, I may regret that. No, just kidding. 
<laughs> you know, I just checked YouTube and my video is Chopped. freezing. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I thought my ISP got this issue fixed yesterday. I did four tests and they were all good. And then when I got home tonight, I did a test. It was good. But then after I did that test, I did four more tests and they were all bad. So I give up. I'm sorry, everybody, for the video. It's not Bob's fault. I'm going as low in quality as I can go without really making it look like poop. But uh, on that note, Slater exclusive, brother, I know you've been playing some games. I've seen it. How you doing? He's always on. Uh, <laughs> I'm all right. Uh, I've been, yeah, I've been playing some games because I, I, got, I got off this week, so it's been kind of a busy gaming week. I played quite a bit of Dying Light 2, played some Sea of Thieves, as Fabio mentioned. Um, yeah, the arena experience wasn't that great, and it's funny because when Fabio got off, uh, Ash and I actually tried to go back in there, just us two, and uh, it wasn't good. It, it wasn't good. good. No, it was better. It was better than when, when it was us three because, you know, we actually were able to use a two-man ship versus, you know, a four-man ship with three people. Mm -hmm. but it still turned out pretty bad um although we did so we basically kind of like it was very similar situation where we got um absolutely mauled by the other people they completely disregarded the actual objective of that mode which is to try to dig up the treasure and then you know whoever like brings the treasure to the like the middle middle area to to return it and they just got points just by like blowing up other ships pretty much and it yep. seems like that's kind of dumb that rare made it so that that method of actually hitting other ships gives you more points and makes it more worth it for other people than actually delivering the treasure like that was kind of stupid um so yeah so we got sunk and then we decided okay after we got sunk we uh the other people were kind of like just putting their attention on each other so we're like okay we respond and we're just like, you know what? They're busy fighting each other, so let's go back and uh, let's just get this treasure. Let's try to sneak it. And we did, so we ended up being third place out of four, but it was still pretty bad. <laughs> it wasn't a great experience. It was like literally just like a waste of 20 minutes or however long those matches last. So, yeah, about to never do it again. It's not worth it trying to get anything from that mode before it disappears because it's just, it's just not fun. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I said, Dying Light 2, and I played through this, uh, indie game that I played through back in the day when it first came out, back in, like, 2016, I believe it was, called Zenith, it's like this, uh, like, indie RPG, pretty cool game, not a fan that it doesn't have, like, sound options in it, which kind of ruined the experience for me, because I literally couldn't, like, <laughs> lower the sound, so the sound was overpowering my voice the whole time that I was streaming it, but... It is what it is, you know. Sometimes you, there's nothing you can do about it. So, yeah, um, I want to. I want to try to get back, you know, try to finish Dying Light Two as, as quickly as I can to move on to Elden Ring, as you guys were talking about, because I already pre-ordered it. Let's but go. I promised myself not to play that game until I finish Dying Light Two, because that'd be too many games that I'd be playing at once, and I don't like to do that. So, what? Yeah. Do, what? What do you mean by finishing Dying Light Two? 500 hours no no just finishing uh, the main story in the side quest that's it oh uh, okay for one second I yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> unless i get everything that is possible to do no 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 i don't i don't i don't do that anymore not anymore it's not worth my time not 500 hours i don't i don't know you know what that that's like the challenges i don't give a shit about the challenges to be honest with you so it's just the main quest side quests and 
trying to mop up achievements, but the mopping up achievements part I can do later. Um, so I don't, you know, that I don't count that as finishing it. That's that's like a, you know, that's like a later thing. Once I finish the game, I can move on to something else, and in between, you know, I can I can clean up some achievements on there. So that's about it. But Slayer, are any of those achievements tied to playing it so long? Uh, no, not that I've seen. Um, there are some achievements that will require you to play through the game again. Because, you know, you do in this game, do have to choose sides. I'm not going to spoil anything, but you do have to choose sides. One of two sides. So there's an achievement, you know, for each side, basically. Like helping them out. So that's about it. There's nothing that requires you, as far as I know, to play it through for that long. I could be wrong, but I, well, that's I good. did some research and it doesn't seem like it. So, All right. Well, Bob has been playing a lot of Dying Light 2. Um, I've gotten into this. Uh, this it's kind of like a, I'm on a conquest right now to get all of my weapon mods completely upgraded. So what I'll do is I'll sleep tonight and I'll go out right outside one of the bases with the UV light to my back and I'll go out and I'll kill a special infected and start a chase. And then I'll lure all the zombies back and just start chopping them up. And as soon as I get to level three of the chase, cause at level three, you know, the really bad guys come out that can kill you with like two or three swipes when level three hits. Yes. My chicken ass backs up into the UV light ends the chase and goes out and picks up like 200 packages that have all the, um, infected tokens in there, which you need to upgrade your mods. I'll do that like two or three times a night. And other yeah. than that, yeah, I'm, I'm farming the tokens. I know I'm such a, other than that, Bob has been building a new magic gathering deck for commander. Um, that's one of my, one of my passions. Um, it, to me, it's like chess, which I love playing chess and dungeons and dragons. I love playing stuff like that. It, to me, it's like chess and D and D had a baby and it's called magic gathering. So something y'all didn't know about Bob. Yep. He's a, he's a card nerd. Okay. Okay, so, so, so you collect Pokemon cards. Is that right? No, it's not Pokemon. Don't you dare <laughs> relate Pokemon with magic. Okay, it's Digimon then. Okay, no worries. Yo, Digimon Inspire. I, I, I got your back. Man, no. Criticism and hate. And um, <laughs> and hate. I really have to. I really have to hand it to my co-host and Fabio and Slayer um, for being here with me tonight because Bob's head is not in the right place. Bob, uh, Bob's family got some bad news yesterday. Um, his wife is going to need spinal surgery um, sometime this summer. Um, otherwise, this time next year she could be in a wheelchair. She's got, um, I can't even pronounce it right now, but it's congenital. It's a birth defect that wasn't, hasn't shown up until now, but she could lose all feeling from the waist down if these three vertebrae aren't fused soon. So since yesterday, Bob's head has not really been in the game, and I'm really glad that my Xbox Live Party Podcast family is here with me to help me get through this episode because like i said i i hopped on here in the studio early with power man 
my brother and i said dude what are we going to talk about because seriously you've got to let me know what's been going on because the last thing i've been doing has been checking twitter um but anyway brother, we brother we're uh, here and we're going to run the show let me just say this we are not just here to support you during the episode but also be on the episode if you want to play something later tomorrow during the week to help you to to get you teared up just call we're here for you or if yeah, you just no, want to talk we're here man like we're totally here well yeah Bob definitely going to be working a lot of overtime in the near future to get ready for this so uh, my gaming time may be may be uh, limited, but I will I will fit it in. I'm a gamer. I gotta it's my passion, so I gotta do it. So anyway, before, before we go to the topics, let me just say because I totally forgot about one fact. I tried to play with Thimber during this week, and and here's what happened. There, there was I and Ash trying to play Crossfire X. We were waiting for Fimber to join us. He joined the voice chat on Xbox, and we heard no sound. Right after, right after some minutes, we discovered that Fimber has no headset. <laughs> yeah, we, and we were like, what the hell, man? He got you guys. He pulled your leg, just like he has been this whole time. Like for for one second, for one second, we were both just just sitting there talking bullshit, and we were just like, "Okay, Timber is just hearing everything here." So does he? Does he not up. have a headset? He doesn't have a headset. What? He doesn't have a headset. But by, by, by choice, oh man, we gotta, we gotta get th- we gotta get Timber a headset, man. For Dude, sure, Timber, I got headsets. Yeah. I can send you. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let us sure. know, man. D- DM me, DM me some stuff, bro. I got you. Hey, for all you know, he doesn't want to have a headset. Maybe he's just telling yeah, you guys. Yeah, just like you wait, just wanna... wait, 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 wait. Why do why do you mean he doesn't want to have a headset? How could how can he not have a headset and not have the pleasure that it is to talk with me and Ash? Because <laughs> man, he's he, he's he. It's enough for him to just hear you guys, you know. Especially because I'm from Brazil as well. I can talk Portuguese, bad shit about Ash, and Ash won't understand a thing. That's oh, the perfect. That's the perfect oh, yeah, plan. That's true. That that's a that's a huge uh, advantage right there. And he, can't, and, he can't, and he can't say shit because I I understand English. There we go. So yeah. You know, it's funny. <laughs> you should bring up different languages. Uh, Bob started to learn German yesterday. Interesting. Ah, because Bob go. is um, Bob's work is sending him to Germany for two weeks this summer to learn about new equipment that's coming. Holy so, crap! That's interesting. Yep. Well, wow, that's actually for, really cool. For nice. two weeks, they're going to send ten of us. Five the first set of weeks, and then five the second set. And let me tell you, passports aren't cheap. I had to get that last. I had to start that uh, process last week. And wow, I, I thought they were going to ask me what animals my parents had when they were born. They want to know everything. I started to break down Fidel Castro as my father, and then I thought, nah, that may hold things up. I don't want to put that. So, but anyway, 
thank you everybody for being here um it's great to be seen and it's great to see all of you and thanks for telling a friend and let's get into it so i'm not a particular okay let's flash back several years when bob's brother-in-law brings him this game and says oh my god bob you gotta play this game and i'm like really what is it he's like it's called dark souls and i'm like what he's like yeah you gotta play this game i'm like okay sure i'll play it so i played it and i died and then i played it and i died <laughs> and then i played it again and i died and i was like I was like, dude, this game is so freaking hard. I keep dying. He goes, that's the game. You you, you just keep playing, and eventually you'll be powerful enough. You can get back, you know, you can get to the next part, and then you've got to keep dying over and over until you're powerful <laughs> enough to get past that point. And then I was like, dude, that sounds retarded. He was like, but eventually, actually, he meant eventually you will get powerful to the point where you are going to throw your controller to the wall and it's going to break. So, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, you know, simple as that. I think I'm going to give From Software another chance, though, because... Um, does anybody recall what the meta scores were for the for the Dark Souls games? Uh, uh, I believe they were all like above a nine. I'm checking this. Were right they now. almost a hundred though? I mean, I may have to check this out. Let me, let me it, see. And you know, because the, also the Dark Souls, I felt like they were pretty linear in gameplay. So you you were forced to power yourself up to the point where you can get past a certain point i'm hearing um, that <laughs> elden ring is going to be open world so if uh, a guy's too hard for you you can go somewhere else to level up and then come back dark souls yeah, one. I, would, I would disagree dark there we go dark, dark souls, souls games are not one. linear at all <laughs> well, well i mean go. i guess like linear and like there's one there, there there's a it, it appears like there's a soul focus right like there's guys and there's people off to the edges and stuff like that but like you know, at the end of the day, there's a gatekeeper, and that gatekeeper must be defeated to move forward. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, yeah, but but the game does have like multiple like routes you can take. You don't have to go a set path. Like the game doesn't have a set path. No, right? Um, but you can. And the crazy thing is, is like, I don't know if you guys ever like how much. It doesn't sound like you guys are that familiar with the Souls like games, but like, what always no, like boggled my mind about those games is that like, you think that the game is linear initially but then when you start to realize like how massive the maps are and how they all like connect like you you start going to, like through these paths and then you're like holy crap i'm back in i'm back in the first area like i literally just unlocked uh, a shortcut to the first area and like it, it just all seems so connected like there's no map in the game and that and that's on purpose and it's just so crazy how like it, it's just all connected like the the whole map itself it, it doesn't look like it but then when you start opening up all these shortcuts and all these pathways and stuff, you're just like, holy crap, this is all interconnected. It's 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 crazy. It's always that's that's always boggled my mind about those games. I got the scars here. So Dark Souls 1, 89, Dark Souls 2, 90, 91, Dark Souls 3, 87, Bloodborne, 92. So yeah. this so and, this sec is and Sekiro, I believe, is sitting at 91 hit. too. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about Sekiro. Give me two Sekiro seconds. Sekiro sitting at. I mean, when I was the last time we saw uh, a ninety-eight, guys? Sekiro was da, 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 ninety to ninety-one. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Mm. Wasn't wasn't Witcher three like a high score though? I want to say uh, combat evolved. You remember Maybe. when when Witcher three came out? It was broken for a while. Was it? I mean, it's it's a masterpiece now, but was it had it? a lot of bugs. I mean, it really? wasn't like on. Yes, it was not on cyberpunk level buggy, but it had some bugs. Hmm. Really? So. This is a running joke with CD Projekt Red because Witcher 3 was, wasn't was perfect when it came out. They made it perfect. It's a masterpiece now. Mm, could we consider Halo Combat Evolved as the last 98 grade? No, wait, it's 97. Sorry. Oh. Nah, no way. I feel, like, I feel like Breath of the Wild probably was like around there. I'm going to start everyone, everyone Fabio. Is, yeah, so so Breath of the Wild, if we're talking about like over that, we're talking about bre- just games that are in the same league ninety seven as, El- as Elden Ring. So that's like ninety seven or higher. It's ninety seven. So uh, Breath of the uh, Wild, Bre- Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. You got Red Dead Redemption two. Um, believe it or not, was it GTA five? Is that is that legitimate? Um, Ocarina of Time. Uh, basically every Grand Theft Auto from like three to five. Metroid Prime, um, and Super Mario Galaxy, right? That's just like the top 10. Um, so basically we're looking at stuff like you're in territory with Elden Ring with like literal household iconic figures of Mario, Zelda, and Grand Theft Auto. You know, Red Dead Redemption 2, obviously. Um, I think that that game deserves a good score too, but... Um, it's really interesting because from software has all, you know, they've put out good games started off as what I would probably call like a niche title, but has just like exploded into its own genre of, um, you know, like they have the Metroidvanias. Now they have the quote souls likes, right? So, you know, games that kind of, you know, copy that recipe that, that from software is so good at and, uh, people obviously love it. And for whatever reason, they, you know, they went Super Saiyan on Elden Ring and just pumped out what everybody is saying is almost a perfect game. I, I have I have yet to see a whole lot of criticism on this game. I don't know if you guys have seen a whole lot, but I haven't seen a whole lot of negative, which is which is piquing my interest more than anything. Like, I, you know, usually you see something other than just the the technical issues. Um, but I think that's stuff that's going to be worked out in patches. Um, but it's, it's pretty crazy. I believe I did not expect, I expected a low nineties, maybe a mid nineties, but to, to almost get a perfect score is just incredible. Um, and I've seen nothing but Elden Ring hype on online and on Twitter. And I think that game is going to sell like hotcakes. You know, I was also looking at the the two different versions that you can buy in the store right now. And I don't um I don't see the warrant for the $20 extra. Cuz if you look at them, um 
the only difference in what they come with is the seventy nine ninety nine version comes with a digital art book. It's the only difference I saw. Yeah, I was expecting like DLC. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't checked it out. I know I am going to do the. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, if if you're in the chat and you're paying attention, or if you're on Twitter, before you buy Elden Ring, go punch your punch card. Before you buy Elden Ring, because you get six thousand Microsoft Rewards points for buying that game, so you could literally get that and get like a twenty dollars Xbox card right after that. So I think I think they let you uh, do it even after you buy it. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. As long as long as like it's within the time frame of you know of that deal being available, you could just like click on it. It'll like automatically like oh you bought it. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay, well, yeah. Well, at least, you know, I know some people, I don't know, I, I usually try to check in on my rewards points. I never really paid much attention to it, like, early on in my Xbox playing, but now that uh, I'm older and have a family and stuff like that, like, you know, it's nice to, you know, randomly get enough points to, like, get a $10, $20 gift card, and you're like, okay, or some people save up for entire games, you know, for rewards points, so yeah, it's pretty cool that Xbox that. has got a program nice. like that, you know? yep, for sure. Actually, uh, Bob paid for a quarter of his Series X with rewards points. Wow. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like, that's just $125 was rewards points. Basically, <laughs> Xbox is essentially paying you to play video games. You know what I mean? Like that's that's super awesome. You know what I mean? Um but I, I don't know, man. What what do you guys? I know it sounds like Slayer is like the might be the the resident uh, Souls guy that I'm probably gonna force to make to co-op with me so I can actually beat the game. But uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the game as a whole? Like, are you guys hype about it? Do you like Game of Thrones? Like, what what what's your what's your overall opinion on this game? I mean, I, th I think you're giving me a lot of credit. <laughs> I actually I'm not that. Like I I, I I like the games, but I'm not like a huge fan. Like some of my friends are like over the top Souls fans. And you probably know more about it than we do. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but that's yeah. literally it. Like I, like they know. Like my friends know a lot, and that's like the main reason why I know a lot is because like they're so into it that you know they share a lot of like lore with me and stuff like that. Like I have a friend who literally like has played every game, and he's like looked into every piece of lore across all three Dark Souls games, and uh, yeah, he just knows everything, and it's crazy. Um, and yeah, like you know, I th I'm I'm excited because like like you said, like I love Game of Thrones. I've I actually didn't watch the last season because like I waited, and then when I heard oh. how bad it was, I was just like, hmm, you know what? I'm gonna stop oh, here. Man. Oh man! <laughs> and it's not watch so it. Bad. Yeah, I'm, I heard how bad I'm it was. I'm so proud like, you know of you. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna resist the temptation and watch it for myself because like you know, it's just it's whatever at this point. Um. But yeah, like I'm excited for this game. Like I said, unfortunately, I do want to try to finish at least one more game because like right now I'm playing three games technically. Like I'm playing Dying Light Two, I'm playing uh, Kings of Amalur, and I'm also kind of playing Elder Scrolls Online. Even though that game, I'm gonna be pretty much playing that game all the time. Like that that just game just never ends. Um, but I want to at least finish one of the two that, that I mentioned, the first two. So. Yeah, I, I definitely I'm excited to play this game, and uh, but I'll wait. You know, it's okay. I have other games to play, so that's why like that's why like I you know I don't consider myself a super true fan because like otherwise I would play it day one, and I'm and I'm probably not. So, 
you know but it but it is it, it does look cool i do love the medieval like fantasy like background and style of it a lot more than dark souls game i think this game is going to pull me in a lot more than dark dark souls game have like yeah you know they're cool and all like i i, I enjoy dark souls games i did, did not actually and i know some people may like whoever's listening to this will, will probably like want to freaking kill me for this but like i did not like sekiro just because of how ridiculously insane that game was like difficult because i i just didn't want to you know like i saw my friend and i think i may have mentioned this before i watched my friend stream that game and he spent and i and i was watching this the whole time pretty much he spent like two to three hours on the first boss and did not beat him that the first guy in the tower like the first samurai guy like and, and i was just like yo this is general nairumi yeah general i'm stressed out something like that yeah for literally... you bro yeah I was like, nah, man, <laughs> that was insane. And I was just like, and then I saw some of the other bosses. I'm like, holy crap, man, I, that's it. <laughs> like, I played a little bit of that game. I, I did not get up to that boss even because I was just like, you know what? I think I think I started playing other games at the same time. And, uh, you know, I just so pushed it off to the side, but yeah. You're actually like nailing it on the head because I'm playing Sekiro right now. And I, okay, so I... And it's it's a weird it's a weird I, I can see the appeal in some ways right like same same guy I had I had to skip over him right I had to jump over him and go around you know learning the parries and stuff like that and then I came back and I finally beat him and it was a good feeling right so I beat like him and a couple of mini bosses but now I was literally on a hard wall for like probably three hours trying to beat this guy um, he, he's called the drunkard. Jesuo or whatever the drunkard dude just absolutely just oppressive how this guy just is all over you and uh and on top of that you've got you, you know the the ads the regular little guys dude will just wreck you right and that's just from software like that's just how it is they punish every mistake that you make if you if you take the wrong potion if you uh, if you have, if you press the wrong button, you get punished for it. So it basically forces you to build muscle memory in order to like, and learn these fights. And like death is literally a part of the game. Like you have to die because you have to fight these guys and learn how they interact with you. Like what moves, like, you know, knowing which ones are blockable and which ones aren't it's, you know, it's a whole big thing. My big thing with it is. It's Game of Thrones. The world looks really cool. This game has like crazy hype on it. 97, 98 Metacritics on some places. Like we're talking about, you know, you're diving into like, you know, some of the best games of all time and it's sitting right there with them. So, um, you know, hey, I, I <laughs> listen, that that alone is sparking my curiosity enough and the fact that I can co-op it. So it'd be cool to like have a friend that, that maybe knows a little bit more than me and can kind of guide me or, Hey, you know, maybe we could just, you know, me and Bob or whoever we jump in blind and we're like, Hey, let's just go around and, and kill some stuff or get killed and see how it works out. You know, that'd be cool too. I'm definitely down to call up that game for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, in my opinion, I, I see the appeal because there's no way to deny that the level design on the, on the souls games are really good. The graphics are beautiful. The environments are just gorgeous. 
the lore is not very well explained. Like you just need to you need to really make a deep dive in studying the each item on the game and read all of the descriptions and all that kind of crap. But I, I think the thing that just turns me turns me off about the Souls-like games is just the online feature where people can invade your worlds. You know what I mean? Because like we're not talk- like it's ju- it's not just enough that the fucking game is hard. There is also someone who decides to be an asshole and just spoil your fun by invading your world. And ah, oh, there we go. You just beat that boss. Fuck you. I'm Elden just Ring. Elden Ring releases tomorrow, and next week on the show, Bob will have gameplay of him getting killed. Over. And over, you're gonna have you're gonna have Power Man co-op gameplay, sir. That's we're going in, we're diving in. (laughs) Ah, wait a second, wait a second, second. you guys already pre-ordered the game? Jesus Uh, Christ! No, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab. I'm probably gonna grab it after the show, just so I, um, just to make sure you have it. Just I remember. I I don't. Does anybody know what time it releases in in, um in America? I I know they have like a map. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's midnight tonight. Is it midnight? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I might. Shit, I might. But like, but like, in my opinion, I, I think it's fun for us to play on co-op, but I got to wait a little bit because games are way too expensive here, and if the game is like two, 250 Brazilian reais or 350 Brazilian reais, I'm just not buying it. I'll wait for a good sale, and that's it. What, hello. So what does that, that translate hello. to in American money? Do you know? Uh, sixty dollars. Sixty dollars. Okay. Three hundred. No, no. Sorry. Sixty dollars is two hundred and fifty, and seventy dollars is three hundred and fifty. So like, that's a lot of money, man. Like for you guys, is but that's normal. That's okay. But for Brazilians, this is way. This is too much expensive, like because yeah. gaming one, is an expensive hobby, man. Yeah, but like one dollar is five Brazilian reais, so yeah. And and that's what I think a lot of people that the naysayers about Xbox in general and Game Pass, they don't understand like the worldview market, right? Like, not everybody can just spend hundreds, thousands of dollars on games all the time and and the thing is is like these big companies and these developers they know that too right and so you know the little you know tiny minority in twitter that uses buying 70 dollars games as some kind of like weird financial flex like if you're an adult in america you know i'm sorry but like that's not some that's not like a, a real flex in my opinion you know what i'm saying like maybe if you bought like 20 of them or something uh, it's just a strange it's a strange action that these grown men do to like try to build some kind of superiority complex on people. And it's like, dude, in my opinion, as I've gotten older, finding a good deal is much more, much more of a flex as a, as a normal working adult than going out and blatantly spending a, a crap ton of money on something that you could get. Like if I had game pass and I just went out and just bought all those games cash. Yes, you would own them, but, but being ha- able to have access to the service for $15 to me is just like, it, it, there's no way that you can deny that value, right? And for regular people, that's why subscription services are so popular because there's a low barrier of entry. 
and it's it, and it gives you access to a lot of different games you know what i mean and a lot of people in the world just don't see that thanks fabio for like kind of bringing that to light you know a lot of people don't see that yeah here, here i am complaining about prices and how fucked up it is to be a brazilian but yeah there we go you're R welcome Roman <laughs> <laughs> remind us fabio remind us how much is milk in brazil again ah uh, there, there we go are we going with that let me yeah. just let me check then <laughs> oh my goodness i mean you got life choices to make in brazil you guys have walmart in brazil is walmart in brazil uh, um i don't think so we do but, have a car for but not necessarily a walmart to be okay. honest Okay. Let, let me there, there are no aisles. It it, it it that's why it's called Walmart, Fabio. There's no aisles. Everything's on everything is on shelves on the wall. Yep. Jesus fucking Christ. Wow, okay. <laughs> Shout out to Phasma in the chat. Yeah, girl, you made it. Glad to see you. Uh so let me see here. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, that's not so bad. Right now, holy shit, the price has gone down. I don't know how, but the price has gone down. Fair enough. Two Brazilian highs per liter. Okay. Ooh. But that's a liter of milk. Okay. Why are we talking about oh, oh, this? Hold on. Did you say a liter or did you say a litter, like a litter of kittens? Are you um, milking kittens now, Fabio? Ah, Jesus fucking Christ. There we go. We are starting this bullshit. <laughs> no, no, yes, no. He buys like... liters, liters of cola. Okay? Liters of cola. Not just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Just... That's oh, how Fabio man. saves money on milk in Brazil. He goes and finds all the stray cats and he milks them. How horrible. <laughs> how horrible. Don't don't you say that. I'm, I'm talking about... Uh, I'm so, let me spell it for abuse, you. L-I-T-E-R-S. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I'm sorry. All right, I'm, All right. I'm now sorry that we're, uh, I got now that we're just like your way words. off track. Let's um. Yeah, now that you decided to express your sick fucking minds, well, there we go. No worries, no worries. But by the way, by the way, I'm really glad that I talked with Redders about this, and it's just a clash of cultures. But yeah, there we go. So good. For those of you that don't know, Redders. TV is a normal panelist on our UK show that you can catch um, at three o'clock PM in the in the states, uh, USA on Tuesdays. Um, but in the UK, it's eight o'clock over there. So be prepared for some pretty boozed up individuals because it is happy hour in the UK when you tune in in the states at three PM Eastern. Just saying. And while we're talking about our different shows on the channel. Fabio, when is the Brazil show gonna launch? I'm not doing a Brazil live show. What do you mean? No, we need we need something. We need a show over there in your native tongue. Ah, uh, Jesus! And then what? Who is gonna watch it? Only Fimber. <laughs> well, how many? How many? No, Fimber's gonna many, be a panelist. So, how many, yeah, yeah. Ex, so. how many Xbox shows? Or do you all have where they speak Portuguese? I, I don't know. I don't check that actually. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's could a, be an interesting a, niche. I, I don't, you know, could be could be something there. Could be something here's there. 
here's the thing it's not that i never thought about doing that it's just because at the moment i just can't because it's my last year of college so i don't have the time okay well when this year is over i want to be your first guest yeah hope oh my god i'm going to talk in portuguese and english at the same oh, jesus oh no 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 it's it's going to be all portuguese and bob is going to have to literally just improv the entire podcast and we'll no, try actually and then we'll, we'll just wa we'll just watch him fumble <laughs> i'm gonna tag, i'm gonna tag one word in your sentence on google translator and whatever that word is i'm just gonna run with it actually what i want gaming is for me so <laughs> let, let, here's here's what we can do here's what we can do i can talk we can all talk in portuguese and bob is gonna answer in german okay. <laughs> yeah there we go then, all right then thember thember good man is calling us out He's like, okay, yeah. let's get back. Yeah, real us back news. in, Denver. I'm sorry. All right. So, back into the news. So, do you all remember in the early Xbox One era when no, Xbox. Xbox <laughs> sorry. Uh, we sorry. all want to, trust me, we all want to forget 2013. But it happened. <laughs> Don Matrick kind of, yeah, you know, well, we got a, we got a solution for all you out there who don't have internet. It's called the 360. Yeah. Screw that. But do you all remember how Xbox got flack because they were censoring content on games? Yes. And now Martha is dead. You get the full blown unadulterated experience on the Xbox platform and on the PS5 you haven't told him anything yet. it does ask you do you want it censored or not censored before you start playing but what they don't tell you is that even if you say not censored there are still things that they left out of the game that you don't get to experience or, or you know see and interpret for yourself which i really feel it is a way it is a big way that xbox has grown and matured i'm we've got all these things like game they're so they're all about the gamer and being so customer friendly and now it's it's almost like that's right fabio no more banjo and kazooie no more little kids games this is an adult's platform now. Enter what? at your own risk. We'll give you the game exactly how the developer wanted you to play the game. Ah, screw it. I'm going to the Nintendo Switch to play Popeye. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I thought it was a really Popeye. cool move to say, you know. Yo, I would play a Popeye game. I'm just saying. I would play a Popeye game. We're going to give you the game the way the developers wanted you to experience the game. Every bit of it. I mean, because these games are, I mean, if if you're a parent and you're buying a game for your children, the ratings are right there. MA-17. You know what you're getting your child into. And I mean, as if anybody ever goes by the ratings when they sell games, they, um, to be honest with you, I think we would get so much better content in gaming if 
they sold video games the way they sell tobacco and liquor. You you got you got to meet the requirement to get this game, and that would open up so much content in video games because then, as an adult, I I get the adult experience, and I'm not talking about okay. Well, maybe I may be talking about a little little extreme laser shoot, Larry, but you know. <laughs> but anyway, I think that you know talking about the whole Martha is dead thing, right? Obviously, um, and, and I don't know if you guys have seen um, some of the stuff that, that's in that game. Obviously, it's brutal, right? Um, but it's not anything that I haven't that, that somebody hasn't seen when they watched um, Halloween, Michael Myers, uh, you know, Freddy. I mean, you know, these these like real gory, um, you know, scenes and stuff like that. This isn't anything new. I find it very odd that PlayStation. Um, chose to censor this game, but didn't choose to censor things like The Last of Us Part Two and a God. lot of its scenes that were very brutal, very graphic. Um, a couple of scenes that were very not safe for work, right? So, like, it's it's. I just find it very strange that they chose this. Um, I'm not really sure where they're going with that, but like I said, I think that any kind of censorship uh, is is wrong. I you know let the let the consumer decide. Let the game be the game. And you know what? If it's too much for you to handle and you don't want it, then just don't, you know, then just don't purchase it. Yeah, you know, I don't really know where else to go with it other than that. I mean, these people made the game, they decided to make it, and it's I feel like it's wrong to uh, put something out there that has less content on a different platform. It's why I've always been kind of against, um, you know, backed off uh, DLC content or extra content on certain uh, platforms, you know what I mean? Like if it's if it's multi-platform and you're paying the same price, then give us the entire, give us the same game. You know what I mean? Don't don't ask sixty dollars for me and I'm missing content. You know? What oh I mean? my God, Thimber, I gotta put this one on screen. Thimber, you crack me up. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, wow. <laughs> She's just sleeping. <laughs> oh, that's Sleep. great! The, but the, the game, the title is gonna change to Sleeping Marvel. <laughs> Building on what Power Man was saying, so if you go see a horror movie, I mean, we're talking. Wait a sec, a horror? Oh, okay. Yeah, thank, a horror thank movie. Thank so God, let's, I, let's I understood go, something else. <laughs> let's let's go off of some of uh, Rob Zombie's um, best films, um, A Thousand Corpses. Um, that whole series, Devil's Rejects, movies like that. Well, when a movie comes out, you've never heard of a theater removing scenes or content from a movie for its viewers, have you? No, because when people buy the ticket, they know what they're going to see. They're there to see it. Mm -hmm. Well, on the PlayStation players are there to play it. They're just... It's like uh, you can't even call it gatekeeping because there's no way to get it back unless they decide to put it back in. It's just crazy. I mean, to be fair, though, don't some movies have like the director's cuts, though, which is like they remove the scenes on purpose. The ones that are yeah. like too much for like theaters or TV. Mm -hmm. Well, you I mean, you could mm, you could say that, but then you could also make the argument that they do that so that they can sell the DVD or the media after the fact. 
This is just I guess, edition. but I think I think there are some movies that do that on purpose though, because they literally can't release that content onto whatever medium they're they're trying to release it at initially. Like for in my in my opinion, I do understand and I agree with with Bob here, but I gotta say that to me, it mostly it depends on the game and on what is being censored. Like let, let's get. It. Two examples. The first one, Martha is that, which the scene is just really fucking horrible <laughs> when I saw it, and I'm like, okay, I don't. I wish I never. I wish I never saw that because I really hate this type of stuff. Like, I I have no problem with violence, but that kind of violence is just okay. That's too much for me, so I have no intention to buy it. But let's take another example of a game that was censored and it should have not been censored. Conquer's Bad Fur Day on its Xbox original Xbox release, Conquer's Live and Reloaded. Like you get they decided to censor the swears and curses. Why? Why would you do that? That's the charm of the game, that's its humor. So yeah. when you when someone decides to, I'm gonna play Conquer's Bad for a day, they they expect exactly everything that Conquer's Bad for a day has. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to confuse you guys. Like, I, I didn't make that argument to like make it seem like I'm against it. Like, I I'm all you know, for you know the creativity you and you know, you are. I I you know I want to see the true vision that the developers had. You know, like I'm not squeamish uh-huh. or anything like that. You know, so. Uh-huh, sure. Let's make a director's cut. That's that there's your true vision. I'm no, just kidding. Hmm. That's funny. Oh, you mean you like know, uh that one game sarcasm. where it was just, just that one extra scene? <laughs> that one a, game at Bandcamp? Yeah. Uh, no, no, the damn it, I forgot what it's called. Uh the one uh the latest one from Hideo Kojima. Were they like weren't people mad about that director's cut because it was literally just that one scene where that's, he ah that's stranding yeah where they just added that one one scene where he was like in the box or whatever uh, that was that was weird was that it wait a second I, th- I, don't, I don't know I could be wrong but I, I but I think so I mean that was like the selling point I do remember the trailer for that showing off like like the solid snake solid snake uh, Easter egg where he was like in the box or whatever. I don't know if that was. I, I truly don't know if that was all that was added to the game, but I, I I believe that's what. I believe that was like the main selling point of it. Yeah, I I, I stand by that, man. Just you know, the, the whole censorship thing. Just let the game be the game. I mean, they're not. And the thing is, is like they're not censoring anywhere else. So what? I don't understand what really what the logic is behind you know blocking certain parts of this game. Um, yeah, let, let let the developers make the game that they made, and if you want to support it, support it. If it, if you, you know, if it, if it bothers you or it's something you don't want to see, then you know, there's other there's other things to play and there's other things to support. I don't understand why. Um, I, they would I, could, I could be wrong, but I, I thought this censorship was because of China, no? Like, yeah, I mean that's always the that? yes, right? And it goes back to PUBG, right? Remember they started with like PUBG and. Like in PUBG, you know, when you die, basically you just kind of lay down. There is no like death animation or blood, and the bag just kind of appears. Like you know, there isn't like an actual quote unquote death. Did not know that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. If you watch it over there, it's pretty nuts. And you know, China, they 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 censor. They don't they don't let their um, 
their people see a lot of stuff. You're seeing a lot of that stuff in the movie industry, right? Like you're seeing, but not even just with uh, violence, but with, um, you know, certain political, uh, you know, things that happen in, in movies or, or uh, scenes that happen that they don't find appropriate. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll ban that movie from coming into the Chinese market. And, you know, like it or not, the Chinese market is huge. And a lot of these companies, you know, really look forward to that money. So um, maybe PlayStation knows that they have a market over there that's maybe large and they're trying to cater to them. You know, I'm not 100% sure, but I definitely don't agree with it. So this just in. Um, this just in. This is a jour- journalistic podcast. Okay, there we go. This just in. Elden Ring has already more than doubled the amount of viewership on Twitch that Dark Souls 3 ever peaked at. Yeah, they're sitting at like 900k in viewership and then they got they got 750,000 concurrent on Steam. You see? That's a proof that Halo is dead. No, just kidding. Oh, that, that's what they'll that's what they'll say. They'll say because yeah, just, Elden just, Ring, which I might be the biggest the game of our generation, is out, and people aren't watching Halo on Twitch. That that, just, that Halo is dead. I just, I just love the argument. Like the game just came out, and people are just saying, "Ah, there we go. There is that." So, <laughs> like just last week, they were talking about, you know, every at this point now with social media and and these and guys that are sitting around analyzing this data. Every time a game comes out, when the next big game comes out, we're going to see huge numbers. Imagine whenever Starfield drops, we're going to see massive Twitch numbers. You're going to see massive concurrent players on Steam, right? Because these games are big. These big AAA titles are going to bring in popularity. A lot of people, in my my guess, especially with Elder Ring, they're probably looking at it to see whether or not they're that they want to spend the money uh, and brave the Dark Souls you know, nature of the game, right? I know a lot of people that I've been talking to um, because I was, I was at GameStop today and uh, I was talking to a guy and he's like, you know, I don't typically like these types of games, but I'm so interested because of the hype and, and that all that fear of missing out that I was talking about earlier. And I think a lot of people are probably watching it and saying, okay, can I, can I, can I do this? Can I tolerate it? Can I, can I jump in there? Is the world appealing enough for me to, to, you know, to brave this style of game, because let's face it, this, these types of games are not for casuals. They're not for like lightweight gamers. This is a hardcore game. It's a hard work, hardcore genre, and it's not made for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is but, true. But still, um, all, I do support that all games need to have an option for them to be, to be accessible to everyone, in my opinion. But, you know, and it would be, it's great that you brought that up, Fabio, because it would be so easy to lock that certain content out based on what profile on the console is starting the game up. It'd be so easy. Like my, like my 12 year old daughter would have a different experience with a game than I would. It would be so easy because she would not be using my profile. She would be using her own. It, I mean, there you go. Easy peasy. Yeah. Japanese. Yeah, 
like but I, i'm not necessarily saying that like i needs to have an easy mode but i'm not necessarily just saying that but i think it needs to be balanced for 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 the for the points where anyone can choose what they want on what difficulty they want to play and for them to have a great time like i totally support what cerebral post says about this topic because he's just an awesome guy and really a really big inspiration in the xbox community in my opinion yeah he is shout out to cerebral paul for sure <sighs> well you're tired that's episode oh okay there you go see you later haha <laughs> 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 Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Is that the show? Are yeah, you it's, Are yeah, you it's one of those things, man. You don't you just don't want to see any type of um you know blatant that, that that's my thing about these I feel and do you guys think that multiplats I feel like multiplats got it a little bit easier than exclusives, right? Because now we're living in this in this world where um you know, these games are basically, uh, you know, depending on which side you support, they're going to get review bombed. They're going to get, they're going to get, um, criticized. They're going to get all the, all the bugs and all the major things going to be called out a lot harder. I feel like than multiplast. And I think it's because of that tribalistic mentality that we see all the time on Twitter. And I just, I just find it interesting. Like we all know that, you know, like say Starfield, for instance, right? That, that that's that's Xbox's big game for this year. I don't think that they're going to come out with anything that's going to that's going to top that this year for sure. Um, and, and you know, it, as soon as it comes out, any gameplay, it's going to be under the microscope. You know what I mean? And people aren't. I don't think that people are just automatically going to be like, "Oh, I just really enjoy this game and I want to play it." And it's great that. It's great that it's coming out on Game Pass day and date, and it, it saves everybody so much money. Um, I, I don't, I just don't see that happening, and it's, it's honestly kind of sucks because uh, I don't think that they get a fair shake a lot of the time. You know what I mean? Mm, fair enough, fair enough. But like, I, I think it, when it by the way. For it's a good note that you decided to discuss about multiplayer games in comparison with exclusives, because what the hell is going on with Metacritic, where a multiplayer game receives different notes on different systems when they have the same performances? Yeah. Like, what's going on, in my opinion? Or furthermore, why why the Xbox version of a game will get two, three points lower than the same exact game when the console parity exists. You know what I mean? It's just, I mean, there's always going to be that console, you know? Yeah. Isn't that like, because like when you're doing that, like when you're putting a rating, you have to put in which console you're playing it on. So like, it's, it's a different, gotta, different kind of audience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought, I so like, you know, like, let's say, let's say you and I are like PlayStation X. Like, I, obviously there are people that will probably, you know, legit go out and be like, you know what? I freaking hate Xbox so much, or I hate PlayStation so much that I'm gonna like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually say that I play this on this console and just give it like a low score, just because I, you know, whatever. Um, the console wars, but like also at the same time though, if you and I are on different systems, and you have a bad experience with the game because you're not a Souls a Souls fan, and I have a great experience with the game and I give it a high score, and then you don't, you know, that's also kind of 
affects it as well, I think. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, people have to remember that. Uh, and let's, we can go back to Elden Ring because obviously that's the big news right now. Elden Ring is a, is a highly scored game. That does not mean that that game is for you, right? And that does not mean that that game to you is going to be as high of a score as it will be to the the, the vast majority of people. I, I have enjoyed games with with fairly low Metacritic scores, and I've enjoyed games with high ones. You know, like Red Dead Redemption Two was probably my favorite game of last generation. Um, and it just so happens to be a high Metacritic. I did, I'll be honest, I didn't even know what the Metacritic was until just now. <laughs> I just liked the game. The story was awesome and it was super polished. It looked great on my Xbox One X, right? Uh, it was just a good showcase for what Rockstar was capable of when they actually put their heads down and make it and make a good, solid, graphically intense game. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't get as, as as heavy into GTA Five. I mean, I'm, I'm I will maybe whenever they update it, but it just goes to show you, like, not everything is for you, right? And that's okay, you know. Just something to remember. So Bob has a surprise topic for the panel. Another one. Yes. This just in. Okay. Uh, well, this just in. Article was written eight hours ago. So apparently, there are two buzzwords flying around Microsoft Game Studios right now. And everybody seems to be in favor of it. And the writing was on the wall. We should have seen this coming. Those two buzzwords. Banjo No. <laughs> no, those two buzzwords flying around Microsoft Game Studios right now is Obsidian in New Vegas too. Uh that's more than two words, Bob. <laughs> okay. Oh okay. A word, a word and a phrase. And I gotta tell you, I'm pretty pumped. And to go into detail, I will tell our lovely viewers exactly what the article says. It says Obsidian and New Vegas 2 are apparently all words that have been said at Microsoft. It says, but don't expect anything soon. Around the hollowed halls of the Xbox Game Studios, there's apparently an interest and conversations happening around a sequel to the 2010 action RPG Fallout New Vegas. Ooh, okay. Yes. Okay. That That's big. Okay. A seek and a sequel. It says... A sequel is something a lot of people at Microsoft are in favor of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They so, own the developer now, and they own the IP. So, you know, and there was yeah, they a own lot. both developers. <laughs> like yeah, that, I mean, actually, and to be... Let's, let's be honest, I think that was the first thing that people thought about when Microsoft announced the Zenimax acquisition. Like, oh my god, they own Obsidian and, and they own Bethesda. And everyone was asking, is New Vegas 2 a thing then? And Obsidian was like, maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, even after New Vegas, when everybody was like, man, a sequel would be really awesome. And you kind of got that feeling that, I don't know if they actually came out and said it or not, but um, 
I think Bethesda was a little reluctant to because it was such a success for Obsidian. I think Bethesda was a little reluctant to let them work with the IP again. And now it's just kind of like, you know, well, Big Brother is going to say, well, guess what? We own this. And do you want to help Obsidian? <laughs> it's... Wow. Wait, was that the reason I, mean, I thought I thought initially when when uh, they had like a falling out before you know any of this happened obviously back when Vegas first came out yeah Obsidian, yes. Obsidian and Bethesda fallouts oh, really? yes that's yeah. that's what I'm referring to <laughs> but that's was it I'm was re- it because they they were they were like because they were afraid that it was too successful and like people would like their games more I thought that's it was something what I just else. Said. No, no, that's what I'm asking you. Is that really what it was about, or was it? Because I thought it was something else. I I thought it had to do with the success of the game because it was such a um, it was a there was a lot of mechanics in the game. Um, I know Bethesda didn't like because it was New Vegas, and so you could actually go and play um, casino style games in New Vegas. I mean, it was, what was it? It was Caravan. It was the game. And yeah, um, I just don't think Bethesda was on board with letting Obsidian, although it was a great success, letting them use their IP like that again. Hmm. No, I, I know that. I just, I didn't know that that was the reason that they were like afraid that it was like too successful. And, and you know, that's, that's kind of crazy. I thought I, well, you, I, re- I read an article and it was, I, I remember it was like some other thing, but I, I don't, it was a long time ago. So if you, all, if you all want to see a really good, um, fallout, um, independent project, look, go on the internet and look up fallout Miami. That. Is, oh yeah. I saw it, that. That looks really cool. Yeah, it does. And they've been work and this is an independent group of people that have been working on this for years. And it's such a I mean because what really yeah, we've seen what we've seen Boston, we've seen uh Washington DC, we've seen the hills of Fallout 76, we've seen these these big like constitutional like government type cities. Um but We've never really seen fallout happen in a paradise <laughs> or a beachfront property, which was so really, I mean, cause all your, you know, your, your ghouls were walking around with like bathing suits on and stuff. And there were old tethered radiated umbrellas on the beach and stuff. And what I, and with the videos that I saw and I'm like, dude, that is such a cool take on the fallout universe. I'm really surprised Bethesda didn't say, you know what, you've got a man, that's a really good idea. Whether they took it, whether could take it for themselves, or actually work with them. But I'm I'm really disappointed that we never saw something like that because it did look really good. It looked so good that the first time I saw it, before I realized that it was an independent group of people doing this, I thought I was looking at some pre-release footage or some early alpha footage from bethesda it looks so good so man could you imagine what the uh irradiated animals and stuff that they could do with something a little like something from florida with that like muggy but you know weird swampy like climate you know what i'm saying and then add in like the yeah can you imagine an irradiated crocodile that's like the size of a 
a Buick. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's exactly what I was getting at. You know what I mean? Or like a massive, like, you know, water moccasin that's got two heads and like, you know, uh, is like, you know, 25 feet long or something crazy like that. Like, that, it, it sounds great, man. It doesn't make any sense for them not to go anywhere with this Obsidian and this Fallout New Vegas stuff. In my opinion, it has a cult following. It's it's highly regarded amongst people who love Fallout. Mm. Um, Xbox would be crazy not to not to greenlight this thing. And uh, with what Obsidian and all them have been able to do, uh, from what I've seen, has been solid, man. So I'd be super excited to jump into that. I think, but one thing that is quite interesting for what I heard is that Jeff Grubb also said that they are thinking about it's quite probable that we will be seeing a remastered compilation of the mainline Fallout games for console. Like, so I would the, play the hell out of those. So, oh, I yeah. think that yeah. would be really a really good start just to make sure that okay. Does does the play our does our player base still believes in this franchise after what happened with Fallout 76? Because for what it seems like after Fallout 76, Bethesda kind of mistreated the Fallout IP a bit, in my opinion, because we heard absolutely nothing about it. Just well, nothing. Like they were just they were mentioning Elder Scrolls 10th anniversary more than anything related to Fallout. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? So I so, think that would be I think that would be a really good start just to make sure that okay, is it going to do well? And it is going to do well, that's for sure. And then they will have their check mark for them to okay, let's do this. Let's make New Vegas too. I see Bob has a different I think so Bethesda on Fallout 76 if you look at interviews with the developers and stuff when they made Fallout 4 they said you know how cool would this be if you could play it with your buddies and that honestly I'm for the life of me, that's the only thing I could ever think of that Fallout, this, the franchise, was short on, was co-op. I mean, it was an amazing game. I've beat them all. And the only thing up till 76 that I wished I could do was play it with my wife, play it with my brother, you know, experience the wasteland with some help. And... I think Bethesda said, hey, we got this idea. And Zenimax pushed it out the door before acquisition, before talks, before I think Bethesda was really ready for it to meet the masses. And I think Bethesda is very, they're ashamed that. Uh, oh, yeah, they are for sure. And from what I hear, Fallout seventy six is a great game today. Uh, yeah, that that's what I hear as well. I need to play that and see how it goes. I'm quite curious because I do enjoy Fallout, but I I hope I end up liking it. But yeah, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. And they weren't. I mean, to be that's honest, to be honest with you, um, I guess 
in the in the big scheme of things, as far as gaming and the state of game, the state that games release in these days, I th- I think really I think Fallout seventy six was one of the first big dominoes that fell in that direction of un of unstable games, and it wasn't that it was it was the co op that was unstable. I was always getting disconnected. I mean, I didn't had no problem playing the game solo. But playing the game for a long period of time with a co-op player in the early days, it was it was difficult. And and look at all the games that we that were that are getting released this year. We're having this issue with all of them in co-op. And we, yeah, I mean, we complain about it, we gripe about it. But back in the day when Fallout seventy six did it, it was it was like world ending because what have you done to us? Now it's just the only thing I don't like about Dying Light too is because of the connectivity issues. And not everybody's having those issues. But everybody was having issues with Fallout 76. And Fabio's potato internet just died on him. <laughs> it's gone. See you later. Stay tuned. He'll be right back. He's just got to go... Uh, He's got to go crank start his Model T modem back up. <laughs> Re-enable the flux capacitor. That's right. Down in the basement. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool to see a lot, a lot more, um, a lot more collections, right? Like we talked about this several weeks ago about like you know when we heard rumors about gears, and now we're hearing that Microsoft is actually looking into doing like several genres. I'm excited about that. There's a lot of games and a lot of. Uh, backlog that people could go, could go back and experience with some with some updated graphics and um, you know like Fable and I you know where's where's the Series X enhancements for stuff like Quantum Break and Sunset Overdrive I and mean, this stuff is in their in their library uh, there's no reason why they can't uh, go in there and and start uh, patching this stuff in and doing some major upgrades to a lot of their library or first party games like. Yeah, I would love to see something like Sunset and and, and Rise Sun of Rome, and um, you know, I, I know they went back there and did it with Hellblade. Why not do it with uh, the other games? You know what I mean, dude. I I totally feel your pain. I don't know what the issue is with them doing that. I I have really have no idea. Other than other than when we are talking about third third parties here. I mean, Rise on Rome, we're talking about Crytek. And we all know that, yes, Rise 2 is in early development. And it's just, not, if it's a, I think first party games are simple. Sunset Overdrive, that developer is now, is now part of Sony. So, I don't know. It, it's Microsoft, as far as, modifying or improving original properties um they are really they do that they do that on eggshells and they don't really want to like some games don't even get fps boost um unless the uh, the developer says yeah go ahead and usually when they say no you can't do that well you know some sort of special edition is coming I can't believe yeah. it took so long to get Fear, uh, the whole Fear series, on Bat Compat. And even then, not 
all of them are FPS boost. Like you can get, you can play Fear One, and you can play Fear Three in FPS boost, but you can't do it in Fear Two, and you can't do it with the Fear files. Um, I thought it was all the same engine. What is up with that? So yeah, it's just weird. I, they're really uh, first party games. There's no excuse, but other parties they really. They don't want to step on any toes. I mean, what would happen if they went ahead and FPS boosted the original Far Cry and then Crytek came out and said, oh, we're going to release the first three Far Cries in this collection. And guess what? The collection is 4K, 60 frames a second with ray tracing. And everybody's like, well, ray tracing is not really that important to me. And Xbox is already up the res and up the frame rate and back compat yeah good luck getting uh marketing you know mar- any marketing uh weight or influence on the next release because you because you did that they just gotta be careful fabio um we were just while you were gone we were talking about you having to go to down in the basement and uh hand crank start your model t modem back up um, did that go okay? You didn't slip and fall down the stairs, did you? No, no, no. Actually, it was because you guys were talking about good things. You guys were talking good things about Fallout 76. I thought that was bullshit, and then I decided to quit. No, just kidding. My bad. The battery is all of my notebook died. So yeah. <laughs> ah. Well, you are down there in a third world country. I'm guessing that you've probably got one of your children out back cranking the electricity into the house to run the adapters. I got no children. Good, sir. Oh! Oh, you're making grandma do it. What? Don't do that. I love you, Fabio. <laughs> there we go, brother. Love it, too. All right. Don't you well, talk about my grandma? Huh. How rude. I love grandmas. Is that so? <laughs> okay, where the hell is this going, bro? I don't know. Hey, going. You guys got to rein it in a little bit here. Real quick. I love Yo, grandmas, bro. but not as much as Redder's TV. Nope, nope, nope. Not as much as him. Ah, so this okay. This is confusing because Bob loves Redders, but Redders loves Slayer. Who who does Slayer love? <laughs> it's just one big love chain. That's what it is. Yeah, that, that's why I'm confused. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Hey, happy early birthday, Thimber. Mine was just now. I just turned thirty, like last week, last Friday. Oh, so, yeah. happy birthday, Thimber. Ooh. You actually got, you actually had your birthday a day after mine, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we. we Cheers to you, Thimber. Congratulations on finally being old enough to drink. Yo. (laughs) Oh, yo, what do you. What? (laughs) I was just kind of throwing it out there. I don't know how old he is. I bet, I bet, I bet, uh, I bet they can drink earlier than, than people in the U.S. can. Uh, eight, eight, 18 years oh, old. Oh, yep. There you go. See? Yeah, three years, three years earlier. In Japan, in Japan, you only have to be tall enough to look over the bar. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, we're get. This is getting out of hand. That's that's what it is, bro. Like that's. No, you know? no, no, no. This is you're, you're out of limits. <laughs> okay. Oh no! Oh no! This is the last few minutes of the podcast. Time to get into the mosh pit. Start Wait, throwing that's... it around. Throw your weight around. Let's do this. <laughs> what, really, really, dude. Those are the <laughs> final minutes. You sure? <laughs> Well, we're going on an hour and 25 minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. You guys have a I enough. think we nailed it, man. I think we nailed it. I think that's good. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, come Bye-bye. on. What other podcast can take two topics, two main topics, and Bob surfing the internet for other topics and turn that into an hour and a half? Oh, come on. Um, that's talent. That is raw talent. That's not, yeah, okay, we do have a point, we do have a point, so yeah, <laughs> then, okay, uh, let's end it right here. All right, all right, Power Man 4K, brother, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me every every week here at 9 p.m., uh, you can find me on Twitter at Power Man 4K, on Xbox at Power Man 4K, I like to keep it simple. Um, as I, as I go out, uh, I would like to just shout out and, um, say that, um, you know, thoughts out to Ukraine with everything going on. I know that we won't get into it too much, but I do want to show my support and say that, um, you know, I'm really thinking about everybody over there. Uh, I've seen a lot of stuff and a lot of support from the Xbox community on some people that are actually, um, in country over in that area. So, um, just hope everybody stays safe and can get through this. Uh, crazy time in the world, man, and everybody had just have a good, safe week. Come back and see us next week. All right, yes, KY Bob, he, uh, I'm, I'm speaking in third person right now. He seconds that. Okay, totally. continue. What does KY Bob think of KY Bob? KY Bob thinks, man, I'm not going to have a day off of work until June. Gosh. <sighs> oh well, rough. I'm good for it. Slayer exclusive. You were last on the list, but Fabio's internet made him last on the no, list. No, no, not the internet. The batteries of my PC. I'm sorry. It, it's going to take <laughs> so long for you to shake that potato. Um. Yeah, karma. By the way, uh, by the way, by the way, my character on the thing that Gina is doing should have some potato Wi-Fi grenades, don't you think? Oh hell yeah! That's something that wow. I'm up to. Okay, there we go. Are you upset about about the main weapon that you have though? <laughs> uh, the the beer bazookas. You mean or the milk punchers? Ah, I no no, it's not not necessarily. Okay, we can I can discuss with I can discuss with Gina and make one bazooka launch beer and the other one milk. One causes damage. There the you go. Thember. Oh uh, yeah, perfect. I am. I'm sending that to Webster's right now, Thember. We're gonna make that a word. That's KY Bobception. <laughs> That's your new yes, gamer sir. tag. No. A secondary. No. Okay. No, I, I bet you it's already taken. I'll be like K Web Obception number five thousand one hundred and thirty-four. Ah, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Slayer exclusive. 
where can people find you at, brother? Uh, yeah, so, you know, you guys can catch me on uh, with you guys every Thursday, pretty much. Uh, same time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, sometimes, you know, we'll do our uh, Saturday game streaming sessions, hopefully sometime soon. We'll uh, kick those off again, just like we did with that Halo tournament. That was pretty fun. Um, check me out on Twitter. Wasn't so fun for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're kind of just lucky Bob had to work. I'd have owned that shit. <laughs> Man, I mean, you, hey, you'll you never know. know. You don't know logic, mate. Yeah, he was he was he was kicking He's a there. monster. He's a monster. I mean listen, like if you play you know, for the people that play that game, like like it's their life. I mean, you know, that's what happens. So but anyway, uh yeah, so and other than that, you can find me on YouTube on my own channel, uh Slayer Exclusive Gaming. And uh, that's pretty much it. And on Twitter, like I said, so yeah. Awesome sauce. Always glad to have you here, Slayer. Fabio, what is uh, how much does bread cost? How much for a gallon of milk? And <laughs> you where can we find you? Uh, you want me to say how much bread and milk costs right now? No, really? no, no, we're good. We're we're good, brother. Just <laughs> where can people find you at? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, no, but it's funny. Okay. So you can find me here on Tuesday to be a panelist in this lovely show. Really glad to be able to be here always when I can. Um, I will try to be a guest on the UK show. Hopefully I'll get there because some college and work stuff are just taking the time and then it makes me not available, but hopefully. And you can find me on our gaming live streams that we end up doing on the weekends. Hopefully we get back there. And you can find me on Twitter as FBOAmarine97 on Xbox as Buffon Lizard 8. And before I go out, I just wanted to send love to everyone who is in it right now in these troubled times. We really wish you safe travels. We really wish you to all the blessings that we can give you and all the thoughts that we can give. And especially, I would like to to send you, Bob, much love and support to you and your family, mate. I know it's hard, but it's going to be all right. Things are going to work out. We're here for you, brother. Always. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I, I know that we'll get through this. Um, I just got to Put our heads down, barrel through it, go through the hard times to experience the good. Please, whoever whoever is, to the people in chat and, who, and to whoever is going to watch this episode later, please send a comment on, put, a, put your comments down, send a love to Bob, please. That would be just awesome. Yeah, it's... I mean, what's going on with me is thank you all for the love and support, but I'm here for the channel. And to be honest with you, um, I, I like, share, and subscribe is good for Bob. That shows Bob love, and it helps Bob's friends out as well. Uh, on that note, 
you can catch KY Bob and his merry men here every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can catch KY Bob on Xbox, PlayStation, Steam. And KY Bob also has his own YouTube channel. And I've tried doing some game streams, but with KY Bob's upload being crap and undependable. Honestly, I start recording, and then after I record, I look at it, and I'm like, that looks like crap. That's not good enough for my viewers. I delete it. So when Bob's internet is doing good, you can catch his live streams. I'm going to try and do a live stream of me and Power playing Elden Ring. And hopefully it's been good, but today it was crap. I don't know what's going on. But for all our viewers, it was nice to see you all. It was nice to be seen. Thank you so much for telling a friend. And we will see you next week. Peace, love, and... Yeah. That's Happy gaming. Happy gaming, everyone. Happy gaming. Good night, everybody.